Today I'm asking myself the question, is ACL a website about buying things? Is that the thing? Have I become the guy that originally started out buying things and now it's all about not buying things and getting rid of things? I don't know. Uh, I guess, is that trendy? Am I just evolving? Am I getting older? What's happening? What's what's going on? I don't know. It's Black Friday. I'm trying to reconcile the fact that I own so much stuff. I don't need to buy anything. My Instagram feed is totally full of ads and discounts and I want to buy stuff, but I'm very conflicted. And again, I have so much stuff. I don't need anything else. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you don't. Maybe maybe you like the sales. Who knows? Uh, it's good for gifts. I'm not begrudging anyone uh, or I'm not saying you can't buy anything or I, I'm not going to buy anything or I'm going to try not to. But I'm trying to reconcile all of this. With that in mind, I spoke to Sean Hotchkiss who wrote an article and quite honestly changed his life and got rid of most of the stuff he owns and I wanted to dig deeper in that and talk to him and be like hey Sean how did you do this and how does it feel and what's Black Friday like for you so that's our conversation I hope you enjoy it Sean good to see you thanks for joining me yeah it's great to see you Michael always like hanging with you <laughs> it's I I feel like you you living now we live closer to each other um you just moved and I just moved and we're getting our worlds are uh overlapping better now uh I, th- I feel like it's hard to be east side west side LA uh and actually see people totally do you, do you agree with that I do I I remember uh I remember I, I think the last time we hung out was you came over to the east side right and we were hanging out in Echo Park yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I, I kind of, I used to joke that um, I would go to New York four times more than I would go to the East side of LA. Totally. <laughs> that's, that's a very like real LA thing. <laughs> and not in a pretentious way. It's just like, that's kind of just how it happened. I guess it could be pretentious, but. <laughs> so I'm sitting in this room. I mentioned you on this, you know, I've been workshopping this, uh, idea without any sort of bigger objective uh, about getting rid of my stuff and just feeling can you know I've been feeling constrained by all of my possessions which I'm sure you have too to some degree yeah. with the pandemic um, but I've been really thinking recently because we just moved and because you just moved I feel like you're going to have a lot of even extra uh, connection to the to this topic but because we just moved, I'm like, I can't believe how much stuff I have. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, and it, I mentioned you, uh, a, you know, a couple of days ago in the newsletter and that story you wrote in GQ. And I just, and I thought it would be fun to check in with you on, on that and just get your, get your take on all of it. Are you, are you game, game to t- talk through? Yeah. And honestly, it's funny to reflect because, you know, I, I did just move in June um, over to Topanga from from the east side. I was living in Los Feliz for a few months and before that was in Silver Lake. And um, it was definitely the easiest move I've ever had because I have so little shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, was it like one Tacoma load over and that's it? No, it couldn't be that easy. 
I think I mobilized like three SUV friends and did it in one shot. Wow. That's amazing. So, so how did you, let's, let's just back up and kind of go back to the beginning. I mean, in the story, you talk about your obsession, love affair, connection to clothing. And, and I think that that's part of, you know, I think anyone that's into clothing kind of feels slightly weighted down by their possessions. And I'm sure that was a part of it for you, but, you know, beyond just having tons of clothes, like what made you wake up one day and just figure it out? It was a few things. And, you know, it's funny because that story for GQ that I worked on, um, it, it started with a desire for me to like, it started more surface, I think, than, than it ended up. It, it, it started with, you know, um, having this experience of kind of knowing that my collection of clothes had sort of gotten out of control, like observing it myself, but then having this really funny experience of like this one night stand where this woman was at my place and she woke up and she had that realization. And it was like, the mirroring of that to me was like what finally drove it home. And then, and then actually when I was working on that story, it was, it was Jim Nelson who, you know, the former editor in chief of GQ, who was the one who was like, I don't know, like, I think this goes a lot deeper than some woman, you know, saying like that you have a lot of clothes. Like he's like, I, I feel like this goes deeper for you. Yeah. I, do, I thought maybe, and, and this isn't a criticism, uh, but I thought maybe this seemed like a good article, maybe more than you wanted to do it, you know? And I, I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you now to see if you really did do it and if it stuck. Yeah, no, totally. Um, it, it did. I, I, before we actually did it, I had the idea years before I wanted to do something for my 30th birthday, which was like probably three years before that. Um, and I, I think I had maybe even pitched it, um, but it just didn't materialize till down the road. And you're right. It is. It's like, it just seems like a, like a kind of a slam dunk type of article for a magazine like that. But, um, and, and in fairness, like that, the pitch and the fact that that article got approved, finished the job, but I had actually been going on that for like three years prior. Like I had like, I had slowly been in this purge for, for quite some time. And that, and that accelerated things. And made oh, it, yeah. it, it made it real. And it, it actually put me into a kind of like, Oh fuck type moment where I actually got to finish this thing. Cause like there were some things I did not want to get rid of. And I was like, I got to do it. Cause I got to have this experience, you know? So yeah. What are the, what are, is that like sentimental things or like, what are the things you didn't want to get rid of? I think there were some I mean, things, not specifically, but like what types of things like fall into that category? I mean, if I take it back to that, that summer when I was selling off all my stuff, I mean, I think it was more practical for me back then. It was like, well, I don't want to get rid of this tuxedo because I don't want to buy another tuxedo, you know, like, so, so it was more practical, but now, I mean, I feel like what you're kind of getting at is like, what, what is a, what is more of a sacred possession? Yeah. I'm starting to wonder and, and look, I'm the worst person to even have these thoughts because I'm, you know, I'm literally surrounded by so much stuff in boxes right now, still from our move. Um, And, you know, I have a hard time getting rid of anything. And to me, it's like, I don't know why I hang on to all this stuff. You know, I think it's 
part of it maybe is like human nature where, you know, humans are, it's interesting. I, I really think most of what we do is driven by not want, wanting things to go away, right. Or to be taken from us. Um, you know, I feel like we're much more as a, as a, you know, as a species, we're just much more focused on not losing things than we are in gaining things, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's too it, deep. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, 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 it can be, I think it's also just the way that all of us grow up in this culture, you know, we're, we're kind of sent this message of like, you know, you, you kind of like you build your, you build your castle and you kind of hoard your stuff and, you know, you have your like little nuclear family and you just, you know, you, you try to sort of build up your empire. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think for me, like the, the biggest realization coming off that, that piece for me was like, just that it's not, it's not even the stuff. It's really the relationship to the stuff. Um, like it wasn't, it wasn't about like, so a lot of people asked me afterwards, like, are you, do you, do you, are you like swearing off clothes or like, are you swearing off, fashion and stuff like that. And like, I'm like, no, I love clothes, but it's like, I, I wanted to dig into the why, like, why did I have all this shit? And like, what did it mean to me? What was, what was the, what was behind this? You know? Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's really cool. It's interesting. I mean, this just makes me, I have so many questions. Um, so how do you deal with stuff now? Like, how do you deal with like buying stuff? Do you ever like catch yourself buying something and think like, I can't have can I have more stuff? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it was funny. I was just on a I was just on a call with a client before we jumped on and we were talking about this very thing, like sort of like shopping out of boredom or like emotional shopping. And I was like, yeah, I'd still catch myself in that all the time. And like I think all that's changed for me is like I watch the behavior and I can kind of like I can kind of like catch myself before I do something. Cause I used to like, if I think about the way I used to shop, it used to be more impulsive, you know, like it used yeah. to be like, it used to be like, Oh, I need this coat. Like I, this coat's going to like, again, going back to the belief system, right? Like this coat is going to make my life infinitely better, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And now it's more like, okay, maybe I'll have something in like, maybe I'll be like wanting to buy a pair of sneakers or something. And it'll be like sitting around in my cart for a while. And if it sits around like in the cart for a long time, like three weeks or something, then I'll be like, okay, maybe I actually want this thing. And maybe this is something like, sometimes I, I feel like I swung pretty hard to the other side of the pendulum, like the other side of the thing where it was like, I actually did have a hard time buying myself stuff sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, cause you just like, wouldn't, you wouldn't recognize like an actual, something you actually needed or yeah. you've been sort of programmed to uh, like push back on that impulse that then you like had a hard time, you know, pulling the trigger on anything. Exactly. Yeah. I had a hard time, like almost doing nice things for myself for a while like that, like getting myself a pair of shoes that I really wanted or like, you know getting myself something for my home or something for the kitchen or something that I really wanted because I went through this big period after that article came out of like being kind of disgusted with what I saw as like this level of indulgence. Mm -hmm. And has, has that changed for you now? Yeah. I think I'm easier on myself again. Like I'm like, it's cool. Like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having the same sort of impulsive episodes around shopping or, or clothes. So it's like, 
yeah, if I get something that I really want and I really enjoy it, like, you know, like a pair of sneakers or something like I'm going to wear those sneakers all the time because I don't have that many things anymore. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm in general and I'm, I'm easier on myself, but I do buy way less. It seems like you went from one extreme to the other extreme, right? Like the, the full minimalism program just isn't that maybe doesn't work either. And it's finding maybe you're, you know, further towards minimal now than you were before, but um, you know, you found a better balance with your consumption, right. Or your possessions now than, you know, at any point otherwise. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. I think it's all about what you said. I think it's all about the balance. It's like it, it like anything to extreme is, oops, anything to extreme is, um, you know, is, is usually not beneficial to us. Um, but, but yeah, the, the balance is the key. Uh, you, you, so, you know, Black Friday's you know, like right around the corner here. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because there's, it's really hard for me in these moments when I don't, there's a lot of things I really don't want or need. There's certainly very few things I need, but then I'm, I feel so compelled by all the sales and everything, right. To sort of jump in on stuff. I mean, do you still feel like you, I mean, is that still something you like actively avoid? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I went on your site the other day and I saw that you had written about like not doing a gift guide or something. Um, yeah. It's, it's, well, go ahead. Yeah. You know, I watched that. I watched part of uh, that Netflix series capital yeah. um, and they were talking about the emergence of the commercialization of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, you know, the commercialization of Christmas is anything new. Um, it just got me thinking all of this, all of the reason, the reason we're doing a lot of this stuff and, and doing it now like five times a year or six times a year is based on like the goal to sell more stuff. Totally. And I felt gamed by that. Yeah. And, and then, and then I think about like sustainability. It's hard because there's a lot of things. I really like a lot of the stuff I work with brands and, you know, I think it's like finding that balance, like buying something that's maybe, you know, you buy one pair of shoes a year, a couple pairs of shoes, that's it. You know, you don't buy like one every week, every drop or whatever. Um, but also like, I don't want to be gamed by like the system to be doing all this stuff because, you know, for like commercial interests, you know, um, yeah. I feel like Black Friday is like a big part of that too. Um I don't know. That's why I'm like, you know, the more I think about gift guides, the more I think like, is this like an affi this is a big affiliate play for a lot of publications? And I don't know. I just don't want to don't want to be part of that really, or I don't know how I fit into that. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely of the same mind on this. I I I don't like being gamed either, and I don't. Again, taking it back to like the relationship to things and just the why. You know, like I I like knowing something like that. It it does like. I feel the same way. It starts to have kind of when anything feels too like commercialized or like I'm being gamed or something or being conned into something, it, it, it starts to feel icky to me. And like, I don't want to participate. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it's fun to feel like commercial and, you know, then you, you go to Disney world or whatever, sure. you know, and you soak it up in its purest form. Right. Um, 
And then other times it feels like, you know, it, it feels like there's a, you can get a lot of the joy out of the holidays without having to, you know, be a part of the, you know, commercialization, the full on commercialization program around it, you know? And I don't know, there's like, only, there's a few parts of it that I really like. And a lot of that has nothing to do with gifts, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I think of the the best parts of the holidays, it's all about connection with people and like, yeah, the, 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 the gift buying is interesting, right? Cause it, it fosters almost in some ways, this false sense of connection as well. It's like, you don't need a gift to hang out and connect with someone, but, but we're kind of sold that idea. Yeah, totally. You know, I think, you can the gift thing can be really nice uh it's wrought you know it's it's a it's a tough thing i mean we i have i have a hard time with it just like my you know in our family it's like you know just trying to give trying to give a gift that is thoughtful um and i don't know trying to you know please people and i don't know i think it's it's all very complicated and to me like i think it leads to like a lot of i don't know it leads it leads to like a lot of feelings that maybe I want to avoid, you know? Mm. And, and then I'm like, why am I doing this? Why, you know, why am I unhappy about like, you know, I think it's, I have a hard time. I have a hard time with like giving gifts and then people not loving them. And then I feel worse about it, you know, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. This, this isn't therapy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, where do you want to go with that, Michael? <laughs> you want to go? Um, I mean, that's your, you know, that's part of your other, you know, career. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to like dig into that necessarily, but I, I am thinking like, I'm just trying to be more thoughtful in the reason I'm doing things. Mm. And, you know, and I think I certainly was buying things out of boredom, you know, before pandemic and now I'm not, which is cool. Um, cool to sort of break that chain break the chain of that um so, so are you sleeping on like a straw mat on the floor or do you have a bed no i have a real bed <laughs> it's it's probably you know that, that japanese like futon it's like a cushion that goes yeah, on the floor. You, yeah you unroll it it's like this whole yeah, yeah. no i don't I, I don't have one of those i have like a i have one of those internet mattresses <laughs> 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 that's funny oh well you do you only own it for a year so you don't actually own it um and give it back i don't have to give it back i think it's mine now i think i i think i i think i paid it off <laughs> <laughs> what so okay being in in all seriousness like what would you say you know I, i'm not saying like you can't give advice to everyone um you know, on, I think everyone needs to follow their own path, but because I'm sitting surrounded by all these boxes and I've made the decision that I'm going to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Um, what do you think I should do? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I, what I think I should do, but, and I can I, tell you, I mean, first of all, I commend you for the decision to kind of clear everything out. I think that's really rad. And, um, I'm glad this time has, manifested in you know some some i don't know i mean it's always an inward process i think if we're if we're talking about you know asking why and like getting together all our possessions and wanting to have less and wanting to find more meaning like you shared so i think that's cool um i i, I are you asking like what what you should do with all the stuff 
Yeah, what should I do with all this stuff? I mean, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> you don't want it. I can't give it to you. Um, I'd be happy to let you pick whatever you want from the from the giveaway pile. Um, no, I was I was talking about it on you know just sort of thinking out loud on the news newsletter about um, you know like what I should do, and part of it is like I would feel better if it didn't go just to goodwill or something if it, not that that's not worthy, but um, like if it found homes where people would appreciate it, you know, um, as opposed to like just junking it all or whatever, you know? I mean, I think you're in a unique position with the platform that you have. I think you could find some pretty creative ways to rehome all that stuff. It could be pretty embarrassing though. People, then I'd be really exposing my, like uh, my work where, you know, weirdness and all that stuff. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like when you, I'm holding on to a lot of this stuff and I realize, like, you know, when, when, if I think about, Oh, I'm going to put it on, put it in the shop or put it on eBay and share it in the newsletter. And then people would see all my stuff and I'm like, it's not Mm -hmm. that cool or something. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just that whole little circle of thought is like, yeah, that's why you don't need it. You know, (laughs) if I'm embarrassed to share it, like that should be, you know, that should be all the, all the illustration I need, all the, all the, you know, everything I need just to get rid of it. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It really reminds me of, uh, you know, the genesis of kind of that piece again, where I used to have this, I was living in this apartment in the East village, like a small studio. And, you know, anytime every, anyone came over, the first thing they said was like, holy shit, you have a lot of stuff, like a lot of clothes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it was just getting, it was getting completely out of hand. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. It, it, my, my, my feeling on it is it could be, it could be cathartic to kind of, you know, give it away to different people, rehome it, figure out some way to do something cool online with it again, with, with the platform that you have. Cause, cause this is kind of cool because you, you were like such a voice for like workwear and utilitarian garments and stuff. You know, like if you were, if you're like, you know, purging all this stuff, it could be, there could be some cool stories involved in, in all yeah. this stuff, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's what I was thinking. What I was thinking was I'm going to go through, um, and we don't need to, you know, this doesn't all need to be about me. Um, but, you know, I would, I was thinking I'm going to go through everything, sort of categorize it, pull out things that have meaning and story and, and definitely like a lot of life ahead of them or relevance mm. in the future and then put that in one pile and maybe put it in, put it in the ACL shop or put it on eBay, you know, for not talking about selling it for tons of money, just trying to move it to a good home. Um, and yeah, I was thinking about like doing that and then donating stuff. And, um, it's interesting, you know, it'll be fun. I think I'm ready to do this. And, uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you know, what do you think about, I don't know what your relationship status is, but, you know, how do you blend your philosophy? I mean, do you ever think about getting married or moving in with someone and what that would be like? Or do you have, do you live with someone and what's it like? I don't, I don't currently, I'm not currently in a relationship. Um, but you know, I've certainly lived with people before and yeah, I always kind of like, I remember, I remember, um, living with an ex and like, she was really into cool clothes too and like i love the fact that we could combine and like she wore a lot of men's clothes and so i would like steal her shirts and stuff and vice versa which i loved 
Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I do, I do want to be married someday and I do want to have a family like you have. So, um, you know, I, I do think about that stuff. I think, um, I think for me, like taking it back to sort of the, the ethos of kind of like, you know, what I've been working with the past couple of years is just like having stuff I like around and like, not like, you know, I, I think another thing that I used to do is like, if I liked something, I just would just feel like I needed like multiples of that, of that thing. Like I'd need, like, if I have a, you know, a denim jacket or something I love, I, I need like three or four more denim jackets, you know, because so there was like a, there was a scarcity mentality behind it. Like, Oh, what if I leave that jacket somewhere and then I won't have a jacket? Like there's like a lot of, I, I, I think like as my mindset has shifted more from like scarcity and lack to like more of like, I guess call it abundance or, you know, like that there's, there's enough to go around. Like I I've, I don't, I don't need as much stuff for that reason either. Like, it's like, okay, cool. I love this thing. And like, it's going to run the course of its lifespan. And then, you know, uh, down the road, I can just get another thing if that thing wears out or shits the bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that I've thought about that too. It's like, I'm, I'm holding onto like all this electronics, weird, you know, weird electronics stuff that look, I can get anything on Amazon in like one day, you know, okay. if I end up needing any of this stuff, I can get, just get something new, you know, if I need it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm, I'm the same way where it's like, I have 50 of the same thing. And why do I have 50 pairs of, you know, leather boots? you know, which I don't ever wear. And I wear, I wear the same canvas sneakers most of the time, or I wear like a couple pairs of shoes 90% of the time, you know? Yeah. What do you, what's your take on like all the, well, one thing I want to say back up just for a second, and then we can, I can ask you this question, but you know, you, you have kids and then you're just going to, you're going to see there's this stuff, you know, just starts expanding on its own. It's <laughs> right. like exponential. It's like a, a tsunami of, kid stuff that just takes over everything so that's going to be you know that's you're gonna to have to be on your game for when that happens totally um, and and when you were talking about christmas i was like well you yeah shit you have a young family it's like on some level you you have to do christmas like you know like yeah i mean christmas i think for the for the kids is different right than christmas for us and i think that's where we can maybe make a change or you know what i've been thinking with the gift guide is I've thought about this more and I've gotten suggestions and my wife has weighed in on it. Um, and, you know, I think there's, it could be something that's like, go get a sailing lesson, get a cooking class. It's like, do something that doesn't give a gift that doesn't require things. Um, I love that. The, the other thing is like, could be a charity focused thing could be just like the, you know, you can buy stuff, buy stuff that's going to last forever or something like that. Um, I, I haven't totally figured it out. Um, I feel like this is a good conversation, though, for just like Black Friday, because Black Friday seems way more about just outfitting yourself with stuff than it does buying gifts at this point. Totally. Yeah. And and what you said about, I mean, that feels so sort of modern times, like feels very 2020, 2021, this idea of like buying someone an experience, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people are thinking that way. I think a lot of people certainly in my generation and younger are thinking more experience driven than possession driven, you know? Mm -hmm. That's cool. I, you know, I think my, my, so I'm 42. 
I feel like my generation is very much influenced by like baby boomer generation where, you know, if you look at self, the self storage universe, right? Like that's a hundred percent baby boomers that don't want to get rid of any memory of anything, you know? (laughs) And then they program that I feel like into my generation. And then, you know, so, you know, hopefully people will figure it out and break the chain. Um, But I wanted to ask you a couple more things and and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, What do you, what's your take on like all the minimalist sort of literature, trendy thing, Marie Kondo things that are out there? I think the, I think like the, again, sort of the, the core ethos of that is, is really nice. Like this idea of just having a few things that are really meaningful to you or filling your life with things that bring you joy, which I believe is her whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's really cool. I, I, I think that, I think that to some degree though, like, like all that stuff is, you know, it has become trendy and, and sort of commercialized in the sense that like, at least the minimalism stuff, like it can start to feel a little cold to me. Like, you know, like, I don't know it, it uh, like, I feel like some of the websites that were popping up were like about people living in sort of like these like little tiny houses with just like a couple things. And it just kind of felt like, well, you, I guess it, it goes back to the extremes that we were talking about, you know, like you, you, like to each their own, but like going from one extreme to like the the sort of like opulent kind of like maybe Wall Street person who like, you know, burns all, burns all his Rolexes or whatever. And like going and like living in a tiny house with like where you hang your bike over your bed is like, it's just like, and it's another extreme in my eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like you, you said it, you said it to me and you said it perfectly. It's like, what is the balance? And like, and like, again, coming back to the why, like, okay, like we understand that maybe you don't want that, that old lifestyle anymore, but like, come back to the why, like, why am I doing this? Like, what, what is the reason why I'm doing this? Why do I want less stuff? Like I, that's what always fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think that if you, if you go too extreme, then you end up agonizing over your minimalist lifestyle <laughs> you know we're like now i'm weighed down by things that i don't know or aren't here you know yeah yeah and i i can really speak to that because I, again i i sort of shared about how i felt like i really swung in the other direction for a while and i was i was having a hard time even doing nice things for myself because i was like well, now, you know, like it's all like identity stuff too. It's like, oh, cool. Like now I wrote this article and I'm supposed to be this guy that just has like two pairs of pants, you know, like, and, <laughs> and so like you start playing this game internally with yourself where like, maybe you want a third pair of pants and you're like, well, I can't, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, we can always play games with ourselves, but I feel yeah. like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's it 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 like you said, it, it can go a little bit far and um and I, I think ultimately what we're talking about for any of this stuff is like you got an urge, right? And I got an urge to do something different and try something new with like, you know, the old thing was you had a lot of shit and now you're like, okay, I'm gonna have less stuff and I'm gonna go through this experience. And I think like that's what being alive is all about is like just having a bunch of different experiences. Okay. I've been doing this thing for a while. Now I'm going to try this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that what you're saying there is, I think that's a very clear 
sort of, it's funny, I can't articulate it. It's a clear way of expressing how I've been feeling this year. I think, you know, the pandemic just being changing my habits and making me look at what I'm doing all year has finally sort of made me pull my head up and be like, what am I doing with all this stuff? Like, why am I doing this? You know, and I never realized it before, which is crazy. Well, I mean, you know, that we can't underestimate the fact that this was like, that this, that the pandemic was really like, for most of us, like, like driving into it, like going a hundred miles an hour and driving into a brick wall. It was like this, like forced slowdown and shutdown, you yeah. know? And yeah. I was in the dentist chair this morning talking with the hygienist about this. And we were laughing that like, what, what an amazing like social experiment. The fact that like everyone had to pause like exactly where they were and like lie in the bed that they had made. So like, if you're like, if you're, if you're like, you know, you got to be all of a sudden you have to be around your family all the time. Or if you're single, you have to be around yourself all the time. Like those are like, it's pretty, pretty fucking extreme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I I was thinking that today, like I'm excited to read all the books that come out of like what happened, you know, everything that gets like when all of this gets unwound and, you know, the research is in or whatever on like just how all of this changed people and society and, you know, everything, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, do, do you feel like this was a pre, I mean, I know your life has changed, like you've changed your life. Uh, I think you've had a, uh, I don't want to call it an awakening, but I think you've be, you've had a lot of clarity on what you want to do, the direction you're going in your career, just being out, you're on the West coast, you know, you grew up in Maine. So it's, you're, you know, as far away from that almost as you can get, um, you know, was was this one of the beginning stages where you kind of realized like I need to figure out look inward and figure out my life or how you know how does this play into that yeah it was a big it was a big step for sure i i think that i think that it was um it was kind of like for me the second phase of like digging into the deeper whys um and and yeah, the, the process of working on this article, I mean, I, I thought it was kind of, you know, it, it was a, it's an amazing metaphor for looking inward and asking why, because it's like you're I, I mean, I really felt like I was cleaning out my past and cleaning out my closet, you know, so mm-hmm. um, literally and, and figuratively. Yeah, yeah, in, in big time. And, and yeah, it, it was a big it was a big push for me. I, if I take it back to that summer of 2016, when I was working on that piece, um, I was changing a lot and I was, I was starting to feel like, okay, I think I'm, I'm ready to, to try something new. I think I, I might be ready to leave New York. And I, I was, you know, I was spending more time upstate at that point and was kind of living like a much slower life than I had been the previous like decade. So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it was, it was a big, it was a big piece of it. And I, and you know, the cool thing about this, and I think I'm, I, you know, I'm curious to hear your experience and I'm, um, I'm looking forward to following along, but I think anytime we do these like really big audits on anything in our life, like whether it's our stuff or, you know, maybe our, you know, digging in and doing therapy and doing it around our emotions or something like anytime we do anything like that, it's going to kick up a lot of stuff. Cause it's just such a, such a big change. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I remember reading this when, when it first published and, and I admired your 
not just willingness to do it, but ability to get it done. Um, and, you know, I think it, it's interesting that I took me four years to figure it out um, or at least get the idea. But, um, you know, I think just writing that story, telling that, you know, being open about it, um, I think was a really great thing. And I'm glad you did it. And, and I think you're, you know, just with that, as simple as that is talking about stuff, your clothes, getting rid of stuff, you know, I think you're going to, I think you've put a lot of positivity and impact like on you know, into the world and, and on people. And I think that's great. So thanks for doing it, Sean. Oh, thanks, Michael. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's been, I have to say it was really cool for me. I was like blown away and, and still am blown away that like people will still reach out to me about that story. So it's, it's been super cool for me to connect with a lot of people about that and it being so public you know it's just keeping you so honest yeah yeah i mean that's why i like to write about my that's why i went through quite a few years of doing a lot of writing about my life is i i think that was a piece of it for me is like i knew if i wrote it down i would have to live into it yeah. um well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this sean even though we're talking about getting rid of stuff, if you need the third pair of pants, I say you should, you should have. <laughs> Thank you. I, I mean, a low number. <laughs> I mean, I really want to like, I got excited because I want to like, I want to come over and like go through your shit. <laughs> you know, I think, um, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're close by. So, uh, you, you know, I'll, I'll keep you posted. You can, you can help me out. I need your help. You know, anything I can, any step possessions and stuff I can, thrust on you and you can have to deal with for the rest of your life is you know better <laughs> i'm just dreaming about the how how i'm gonna look in all that workwear out here in topanga it's just like you know um lauren schlossman keeps talking about st- stolen valor workwear like blue <laughs> collar stolen valor uh which i laugh about but at least i grew up blue collar so i can like fake justify some of it yeah, yeah, you and I can get away with it. I, you know, Maine, Maine's all about the, you know, I, I grew up 15 minutes from LLB and I can totally get away with it. <laughs> hey, um, if you buy anything on Black Friday, you have to, you have to post it on Instagram. So we'll all be watching. Okay, all right, fair. Thanks for, thanks for talking to me, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Bye.